Hey, are we adults yet? Yay! Yay, we're back, everybody. This is Are We Adults Yet? And it's been a little bit since we, we recorded one of these. Um, and we're going to do a little format break. We've, we've done that before. Oh, wait, hold on. I have to. I'm Zach, and joining me is my wife, Adrian. I even, you know, I said a million times over that I don't know how to introduce anything, and I did the clap, and I thought that was really cute, and then we still screwed up the intro. Well, it was really cute, but it, it did throw me off, so I, I got a little, I was like, oh no, I, now what do I do? Because it was cute, like you said, and it, it, it messed me up, but that's okay. This is the show where we talk about uh, how it's tough to be an adult, and how- In tightly colored clothing. Yes, and-, and how sometimes you don't do a great job, but then you get back up and try again. And uh, speaking of that, this is kind of one of those where we have- uh, been doing kind of the same format for the last couple of these where we had a challenge, a 30-day challenge, kind of checked in on how we were doing and then talked about what we wanted to do next time. Um, and we're going to change that up a little bit uh, for a couple reasons. One of the big ones is a lot of the challenges that we've been doing have had to do with keeping uh, kind of good habits. Uh, and we haven't been doing a great job of that recently. Um, things have been stressful, uh, for, for both of us for various different reasons. Um, we don't need to go into that much detail on them, but my personal life has been wild. It's, it's been, and you know, we're partners, we're, we're married, live in the same house. Mine has also had some challenges, but really like when, when your partner is going through a lot, you get stressed too, and that's natural. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of a tough time, and we thought that just like with everything else, it might be useful uh, to kind of talk to you guys about, well, what do you do when you're not really able to meet, you know, the the purpose of the goals and stuff like that is to try to grow in areas that you want to. Sometimes that doesn't happen um, because you're too stressed out or, or just too busy. Um, and what do you do then? Well... One of the things that I like to do, uh, kind of that, that helps me, is talk a little bit about things that we have been doing a good job on, even though we haven't necessarily been able to, you know, I, I, uh, I also like cop to the things. I'm not like trying to hide them. Haven't been doing as great of a job on uh, keeping up my workouts, haven't been sleeping well, haven't been doing my like, um, journaling and and other like tools like that as much so what are some of the things we have been doing well um so i i I kind of figured we would maybe go back and forth i would say one and then maybe you would say one and i wrote down some i thought that you've been doing a good job on you pretty much only you well you didn't mention to me that i needed to do homework so you're gonna have to be the one doing this because i didn't Write anything. I'm not prepared. It's okay. You have some other. You you have some other stuff that we'll talk about after this this little section. That I'm queen of the internet, though. Well, actually, so how about that? Let's let's start with you then. Um, we we've called you for for a couple for years, queen of the internet, because you are extremely good at googling stuff. 
I mean, well, okay. So this came about because you would send me memes that I was like, "Honey, this is old. This is a decade old." Yeah. And this was, oh God, back when we were what twenty fifteen. I'm gonna feel so old when I say this. It's been a while. Yes, you've had this title for some time. Prior to us living in the same state as each other. Yeah. So it's been it's been a while, and I would yeah I would send you stuff that I thought was new. Sometimes I would send you stuff and you'd be like, that's a decade old. Occasionally I would send you stuff that I knew for a fact was like a week old and you were like, yeah, I definitely already saw that. You're slow. Um, <laughs> but also you're, you are good at Googling. Uh, and do you want to talk about why you earned the title again this week? Why, uh, why I have uh, retained the title for decades? Yeah. Um. You have been trying very hard to put up with me insisting that we remove the caulk in the bathroom before we paint and replace it because, um, dear internet, the person who did our finished carpentry is... Um, they didn't do the best job. You know, they got it done, but it's very apparent they did not care, um, nor... Do they do any of their own home upkeep? So a lot of our trim in corners was finished in such a way that if you get up against the door that's near a corner, they've trimmed it so the floor trim and the the door trim meet with exactly one-eighth of an inch of wall left before the corner, which means you there is no tool on earth. Right. Um, aside from like professional engineering tools that can get any sort of dirt or debris or uh, anything out of there. And so the caulk is uncleanable. It's and dirty and cracked. And it's, this home is on its first ever paint job. You know, there is settling even with a slab home. We live in a swamp, so you can't have a basement. Um, so yes, the foundation is a slab of concrete, but it will still settle a little bit and the walls and everything will still settle. So there's just like, it's cracked, it's filthy, it's it's just uncleanable, and I had no desire to paint over that, so I threw a, a little roll on the floor fit. It wasn't bad. It wasn't we that bad, but you were insistent. It. Yes. It's it's really hard to remove dried, you know, set caulk. Yeah, and caulk comes out liquid. The issue um, I was running into uh, was I was Googling how to do it, and, and there's a tool if you Google how to remove caulk, just that. Which works really, really good if you're doing it um, on in a, in a tub right. or around a sink. So around porcelain to whatever fiberglass, I guess it is, finished fiberglass that a tub is. Works really, really good because those are two incredibly hard surfaces and you can get a fairly dull knife in there and just scrape it out it does not work so good with wood and drywall yeah so so i was googling how to do that and it was like use this tool and i was trying and it wasn't working and it was ripping the shit out of the drywall. yeah it was causing some damage so somebody figured it out uh what did you google what um how to remove caulk without taking trim off wall there you go and what and it was the third search down and it was a guy i probably should find this for our notes but it was a guy who does um you know like recipe blogs except it's diy blogs um but he was the post that he was using he was fixing a bunch of stairs and he was pointing out that stairs take a lot of beating and then the caulk right where that join is will 
become cracked and separate and you want to fix it before you restain or paint or anything like that on the stairs. And he had the brilliant tip of using the hair dryer. It works which, so good. Oh. It, it basically, it melts it so that it's then like half liquid again like it is when it comes out of the tube and then you can remove it easily. It, you you don't even need an exacto knife. You just take the putty knife and run it down both sides of the, you know, the, the wall side and the trim side and then boop, it just comes right out and... He was saying, you know, use it the shortest amount of time you can, and I will say that if you use it the shortest amount of time you can and you leave the putty knife in the section of the area of effect, I guess, is that you leave it in the area effect of the hairdryer and the putty knife will begin to warm up such that you can literally just walk down the wall holding both tools and you're done. It's pretty cool. So, good find. You retain the title of Queen of the Internet. And I I guess... Probably just roll into an, another one for you since since these are directly connected. But if you could not tell based on that, we are trying to do some uh, maintenance on our house. We we the house is how old is like twenty years a little more. It's twenty three. It was it was and that th- I mean thank God that it was built in two thousand. Otherwise, I would not remember. Yes, um, and so it's never been painted, and it's time. It just needs to be painted, and we decided. It wasn't obvious to me. I mean, truly was not obvious to me how bad the shape of the walls was until I painted the hall. And then I was like, oh, Oh, they're all bad. Yeah. Dear Lord. And you kind of, we had talked about it, but you you basically were like, we will try to do it ourselves. Um, And I can't remember if we talked about this last episode, but I was out of town, came back and you were painting. I think we did talk about it. Uh, and yeah, I think we moved you on. really, I would say in this list of things you we've been doing good, you've really been masterminding this whole thing, you, not just like painting, but you've yeah, you called me the foreman. the other Yes, time. you've been the foreman of this project. You've been I, I've had input, obviously, but you've like picked out colors um, for, for the different rooms. Uh, you've like learned a bunch of painting techniques uh, that neither of us knew before this. I've, I've uh, and I've been able to start like recognizing. And this is you. You're the painter in the family because you usually do all the minis and all that. Yeah, stuff. that's true. But I can do small scale painting, but this is obviously. I very have been able to start picking out like, hey, I think the small bathroom was done with a different nap roller than the other bathroom, and it's like starting to make my eye twitch. The big bathroom I can now has see where the yeah. big bathroom they started to they didn't roll out their uh, cut-ins so you can see all the brush marks on the edges but only on some walls yeah if you don't know what a nap is it's like the length of the fibers on the roller so if you have i would say height the height of the fiber on the yes so if you have a really high nap um, correct me i might have high or low wrong it it makes it way like when you look at the wall you can see a lot more marks that show like it's not smooth Modeling, it's not smooth yeah. basically um which is fine some people like it that way but they're different and we both have well we don't have o- really ocd but like i, I don't want to use that term uh incorrectly but we, it no, bothers but us i i do prefer yes. uh, consistency and and that is 
Yes. Uh, the accountants in this world will point out that there's a couple of C words that we use. Completeness, correctness. Um, but consistency tends to be the one that I like harp on most at work and here. Yeah. Where I'm like, if this room looks different than that room, I will lose my mind. Yeah, so so you've just, I feel like you Except for the color. I don't mind that every room is a different color, and you've come around on No, that. I like the idea, <laughs> but they do match. You picked colors that match, and, and I think that's good. Or not match, they're complementary. Um, they're in the same palette, yes. yeah. And and that's cool. I think you've been doing a really good job, and, and I'm, I've been very impressed that, that you've gotten that done. And, and it's like, it's taking us a while to do it and everything, but like, I think we've been taking the right steps and, and figuring out everything. And I tend to, like, if I had done a room while you were out of town, I wouldn't have done all this research. I would have just started and then something would have happened where I realized, oh, I fucked this up and I would have gotten frustrated and, and, so that's, I think that's a big difference between you, me and you, because that's what slowed me down a lot on the hallway is I would get to a certain point and then I would be like, well, how the hell do you do that? And I would queen of the internet it and watch four or five 20 minute YouTube videos on different people. Um, you know, the one I want to make sure I put in the notes is the Idaho painter. Man, that guy's great. Yeah, cool. Um, there you go. And he puts a GoPro on the paintbrush so you can see what you're doing. Dang, that's neat. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's been really cool. I think you've been doing a great job. And before we move to mine, I wanted to say I can't believe I- I bet you can hear the dishwasher, though. A little bit, but it'll be fine. Uh, I wanted to quickly point out, um, I forgot to make any caulk jokes. So, yes, we were heating up the caulk. Haha. Uh, he talked about don't- I took some big- Thick, ropey caulk. Mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. You don't want the caulk to get too beat up because that's not great. So <laughs> all that is very important. And you want to clean your caulk regularly. Important. Uh, okay, good. I got it out of my system. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so for, for me, I feel like um, you kind of remarked on this the other day, but I – and I, I may have mentioned this previously a little bit, but like – I feel like in the past couple of years and particularly in like the last six months, I have also taken time to figure out how to get handy at certain stuff. I did not grow up very handy. My dad no. is uh, – my parents are pretty well off and my dad is one of those guys who's like – no, the reason I make money is so that I don't have to do this. It's like a point of pride so he can hire yeah, somebody else I think to my fix face things. When he said that probably was not great. Yes, which that probably did not leave a good impression with him. Which in some way like listen, if you have the money to hire an electrician and you don't know how to wire things, I would say yes, that's a safety issue. That's also like that person's a professional, sure. Right. But that doesn't mean that you can't learn how to do little things uh, around your house. My my kind of barometer- well, Yeah, well, I mean, like, when you first moved in, um, moved in, when we first moved into the house, because we'd been living together for a while, you didn't know how to fix a leaky toilet. Nope, uh, I did not. And And my barometer has been basically, like, you don't if you are in an apartment um 
there's a lot of things that are obviously very frustrating about that. But one of the things that's cool is you just are like, hey, my whatever's broken and they come fix it, at least if they're doing what they're supposed to. Put it in writing. Don't call. I've learned that one. Yeah. Um, But if you live in a house that you own, there's a lot of good things about that too. But one of the things that is an adjustment is um, you have to learn like, okay, there are – fixes that are small enough that like it's to to make the guy come out they're going to charge you the service fee which is how much it costs for them to come to your house and that can be like 150 fucking dollars and so basically for me i was like all right if my you know hot water heater needs to be replaced obviously the service fee is is gonna you know i understand that's that moot. that's like i can't yes. replace that yeah, yeah i can't do that myself or 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 at least not at my skill level um but like if i think even if i knew how to do that like conceptually i just wouldn't be right confident enough to do but that. if the toilet like you know if the flusher needs to be replaced I'm pretty sh- I would rather figure out how to do that than pay 150 bucks for the guy to come even look at it. So that is kind of why I started doing it. You know, I will preface this with I I am on board with this, but I am going to jiggle that handle for at least 9 months before <laughs> it bothers me enough to fix it. Yeah, that's fair. Um but but so that's where it started and and I feel like I have learned a lot because of of at least being like i want to save us a little bit of money and i i feel like i can do that at least that so like we i i recently replaced the drain uh thing under our 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 bathroom sink the drain assembly um which i was like dang i did that like i was very proud of myself i uh we have to um we're painting the bathroom and the toilet is like in a very enclosed area and we had to remove it in order to be able to paint. I did that myself. The poop closet. closet, You know, I, we should mention this. I don't really understand what the function is of that. I guess it's so that you can go to the bathroom while someone else is taking a shower. So if you've never seen a bathroom that's set up this way, it's basically a, it's, it's the master bathroom, you know, so it's got two sinks for, for the, you know, his and hers partners, whatever. Um, it's like the the this the where the toilet is is like the same size as what we called the, the little bathroom in the house where I grew up, which is like just enough room for you to it's access the toilet and, and for your and knees to fit. Like that's it. It is that small, and then you close the door. It's uh, silly. To be fair, the little bathroom where I was growing up also had enough room for you to, to do that with the sink. So it was like the sink and the toilet were next to each other, but that's all you right. got. Like, but it's separated from the rest of the bathroom. And I think you're right. It's so that, you know, uh, I mean, we're pretty comfortable with each other, but I do prefer. We also have cats. We have cats. So you can't close the door. Right. And this is. But yeah. This is reality. When you have a cat, you will, or dog, you will poop alone. Never. Yeah. So it's it's been uh, so yeah so I think it's it's that way so that you can close the door but uh, it also meant that we had to fully remove the toilet in order to paint and I figured out how to do that and I was pretty excited about that also it is motivation to get the bathroom done finished you know sooner because the number of times that you and I have had to pee simultaneously yes. is actually kind of surprising yes. so. 
Um, so I've been really proud of that. And, and I think that's something I've been doing a really good job at. Um, uh, and, and I, I don't know. I, I think it's been nice to feel that little accomplishment. Um, I'll do another one here. And since you did too, um, Oh, okay. So I haven't been, uh, we haven't been sleeping especially well, but, I have been getting up earlier than I usually do. Um, I work from home now because since COVID and I used to get up and go to work. I had a commute. It was like a 30 minute commute. Uh, and then by the time I got there, I was like ready to go. Uh, during COVID I, and, the, and like being stuck at home, I learned that like, I need that 30 minutes at least for my brain to start working. But, th- <laughs> but then I couldn't make myself get up. I was like literally rolling out of bed, sitting down and clocking in and it wasn't working. I was struggling to get anything done. Um, and so now we, we, this is like completely separate, but we kind of have been switching our diet around and I've been making breakfast again, like omelets or, or whatever. And, so I've had to I had to start getting up a little earlier, and now that I'm doing that, my brain has time to spin up, and I've been able to concentrate uh, mm. uh, at work. So I, I've that's been really nice, and also it means I get done a little bit earlier because the way my work works is you work the the hours and then you're done. Kind of depend no matter when you start. Um, and then I've been done a little bit earlier and then the evening has been a little more relaxed. So that's been pretty cool. I, I think we are both to kind of dig back into something we're trying. We're both really trying to go to bed, but we have the stress. I think people can probably relate to this. When you're stressed out, you don't want to go to bed because then you have another day that's stressful. You want to just chill uh, on the yeah, couch. Yeah, I just need to, I need processing time and a lot of that processing time is just me zoning out and not thinking about things. Right, so I, I need to do better about going to bed. We did okay last night, um, but yeah, it, it getting up early has definitely been something that I've been working on and I think I'm doing okay. Um, so Adrian, you've been doing physical therapy. Oh boy. And, and, uh, you've been doing a good job at that. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, actually my next appointment is tomorrow evening. And I think I have two left. Yeah. Two. Um, it's, boy, do your physical therapy. I know that I've said that before, but it's very, 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 very important. And no, it will not be pleasant, and it will feel icky. Um, but we're starting to get into where, um, I don't know how to phrase this. We're kind of a, uh, we are addressing things that, are contributing factors to the injury rather than just rehabbing the injury, which is kind of an exciting place to be, but it also hurts like a son of a bitch. Right. Um, so one of the things we figured out was that I have a little bit of hip imbalances and hip um, mobility issues, which means that when my 
weak hips start to give out on longer runs, then I start to get a little wobbly. And when you get a little wobbly in the top part of your run, then it just translates down because the last thing to make contact with the force, not the ground, obviously, because it's only going to be your feet, but the force of the run is going to be your, your ankles and your toes and everything. And so as that starts to go out, we start to see the tension on my Achilles tendon and the, I'm going to be careful about how I say this, the peroneal tendon, which is the one that hurts really, 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 really bad for me. Um, So we're working on that. One of the funnier parts was watching him try to get me to demonstrate my hip mobility and him going, no, 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 just move it outwards. And I was like, no, you don't understand. It doesn't hurt. It just doesn't go for it. And he was like, well, I'm going to hold your foot, so now do it. And I was like, okay, and here it is. That's as far as it goes. Holding the foot helps, but that's it. Yeah. It just stops here. Yeah. I, I If you haven't ever had uh, something like this or, or having a little trouble, like, visualizing it, if you've ever stubbed your toe or whatever, or, like, even, like, you know, you have a cut on your foot or something, you're going to favor your other foot. And it's going to throw your whole walk off. And then probably you've experienced like, why does my like butt hurt now? Or or, like, try your hardest when you hurt something not to limp. Because if you hurt, you sprain your ankle and you limp. Let's say you sprain your left ankle and you limp for a week. Then your right knee is going to hurt. So then you're going to favor your right knee, which then is going to actually make your left hip hurt. Screws up everything. And the whole thing is just. So, so now you're working on fixing that stuff um, and w- what caused your original uh, injury. And I think you've like, not only has it been helping you with those injuries, but before that you'd been struggling to get back into like working out. And I feel like this has really kind of helped weirdly like you, cause you have to, you have to report back to your trainer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think it's helping me connect a lot of dots because a lot of the stuff that, you know, I ask a ton of questions, um, no matter what medical professional I'm working with. And so I'm like, okay, well, why are you making me do this? What's the point of this? And what can we do to do it differently or harder or make it more interesting? And um, it took him a little bit to figure out that, like, if I get bored, I'm going to start doing bad shit. So he gives me, like, he intentionally makes something, some part of it, not just a progression, but harder so that I'm still engaged. Um, because otherwise I'll just overdo it. And I, a huge part of this PT thing is learning not to overdo it, not to just feel like you're better and go out of the gate 100% and then re-injure yourself again. Um, so a lot of the stuff that we're, you know, we get into the hip stuff and I'm like, you know, I noticed that like over here is tight this time. And he's like, Ooh, so why do you think that's that way? And I'm like, well, I always sit in this orientation. And then he kind of looks and goes, okay, squat down and move your knee this way. And let me just watch you. And then all of a sudden I'm realizing, oh, it's because my hips are weak and I need to get back into weight training. And like all this stuff starts to click where it's like, you know, I was doing this. You know, I was way, way into kickbox before I got into running. And so I had all this sort of built up, uh, you know, not necessarily sheer power, but endurance in my hips. And then as I started to back off of that, then that goes down and then my hips get weak and then I hurt my ankle. And right. Like, 
Yeah. Well, well, so yeah, like I, like you said, kind of like understanding how this stuff works also helps with with like not doing it again in the future, but also like, oh, I get why I need to strengthen this and and that is good motivation and everything like that. So, I, I think you've been doing a good job on it. Like um and you know, taking breaks here and there when we were like painting really heavy, he would he would even say like, "Okay, let's let's miss a week or whatever so you have recover." But I think you've been doing a good job and with it, we signed up really uh for a a run um, that's in October, uh, in a, in like five weeks from this recording Four? where are we? Um, it's, um, 33 days. Okay. So, uh, we still got a little bit, but, um, originally signed up for a 10 K then you hurt your foot and we weren't sure you would be able to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you are doing a 5k distance and I think that's really impressive. Like it's also not like we live at the beach, so there's not a lot of hills to run. Yeah. Live, live at the beach. We live within driving distance We're of the beach. 20 to 30 minutes from a beach. There's just not a lot of hills. Unless it's yeah. a holiday. Yeah. Um, but they, so there's not a lot of hills. So the, the, Brutal race is not like, oh, we're going to go on this really hilly trail run. It's run over this bridge with no in the direct in any in the way direct sun, yes. Uh-huh. Shape or, yes, yeah. direct sun, and by the way, it's a bridge, so you got to go up both ways. Yes, yeah. Um, but but I, you you've got the distance down. We still got some time, uh, so we can keep improving. Um, and I'm, I've just been, you've been doing really good. I know you kind of wanted to do the 10 and we, we were able to get the race coordinator. I like sent them an email and I was like, literally right after this, my wife got hurt. Uh, we don't want to refund. We just want to like move her to the 5k so that, uh, cause if you've never run a race, like it, you can't just. If you just show up and like don't finish or like you run the five and then are like, I'm done. That's a big news. That that can get you kind of in trouble if with, you know, like when you sign up for another race, they might be like, we don't really want you to because you screwed up our time. Like I'm not an elite, but um, it's just sort of a. It's it's poor form, right? So they they were like, okay, you know, no problem. They were very sweet, and and we're like, we hope she feels better. So, uh, yeah, I've I've been impressed with with how how good you've been doing. I'm still trying the 10k. This is one of my my things. Um, I haven't been able to do as much working out as I want to. Um, I've kind of fallen out of doing my strength stuff, I, I, which like is is important to me too but i i was really out of running shape and i'm getting back there and i finally am i'm just about hitting the 10k distance it's not fast but i'm hitting it so uh, i'm excited that that we'll because we during like right before pandemic we had been doing a bunch of races we're and and then Mm -hmm. like we i feel like kept it up pretty well during the first half, and then when it just kept getting longer, I think this happened to a lot of people. It's just yeah, like it just burned it out. just kind of burned out on it. Um, so it's nice to to be getting back to it, and it feels like for me. But I mean, races also cost money. They cost money. Um, a lot of people, uh, you know, 
we've talked about this before, but like for me, running is genuinely really, I'm not going to say it's therapy. It's not, that's different, but like getting that, um, it's very good for your, it's good for your mental health, like chemically because of endorphins, but it just gives me space to think and like de-stress and everything. And I know that for people who hate running, that sounds crazy because I was one of you, I, I promise. But like whatever thing it is that, that gives you that kind of peace, uh, it's been nice to get back to it. So I truly don't think I have ever been as immature in a relationship argument as I was trying to get you to run. What, but it was worth when it. When you, like, you made me do it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pouted about it really hard. You so. did, and then I just decided I wasn't going to talk to you until you. You were just like you're just well <laughs> because I said I would do it, and then you're like, okay, cool. So you have to train, and I was like, oh, but I don't wanna. And you're like, you. F- what do you mean? It's a race. You signed up I don't for it. Run. Well, you know, I mean, because there are people who just walk it, but that's yes. not what we were talking about. Like, I get it. I, I. I, I was like, I'll just do it. And I was not at a place to just do that. So, yeah. Um, I'll do, let's, we'll both do one more and then we'll, we'll talk about what comes next. I need to, um, this is a reminder. I've just written it down because I don't actually remember what my, um, Halloween, not the Halloween one. What was the Avondale one? The Avondale 5K? Yeah. It's less, it's the that? same weekend. So I don't think we can do it because no. the reason we did it last time is the they like didn't oh it was virtual and we were like well that's pointless no it wasn't virtual the last time we did it um, I think they canceled IOP for the hurricane and but the but then Avondale stayed but Avondale yeah. just yeah okay. um, I don't think we can do both unfortunately well no I was gonna look at my time because that was um, oh yeah they're posted somewhere we can find them I am the slowest possible runner internet like like people could walk faster than me like if you're from New York I think you can walk faster than I run um but that was my seriously like my best time you did good you and you and Matt were standing at the finish line looking so bored and and sort of borderline concerned for my safety no. and well-being um but I, that was I wanted to get that time so I could look at what it was. Yeah, we can find it. Not that not that I think coming off an injury and still being slightly in pain, I need to attempt to beat it, but I would just like to Good to it. have it as reference. Yeah. I my my time was also my best for that and I know I'm not going to get that. So, yeah. Um So, uh yeah, so let me let me. I'll give me one more. So I, I said running is not therapy, but you know what is therapy is therapy, <laughs> and I have I take I do therapy. Um, I this is something I've been talking about to some friends who unfortunately don't have um, health insurance, and uh, this country sucks. Like for this, for I mean a ton of reasons, but uh, health insurance is one of them. The reason the way it works. But if you have health insurance, therapy is not expensive. And I really recommend – I mean, like, I paid, I think, like, $10 uh, copay for, for my – Oh, so yours is much cheaper than um, uh Well, we have different kinds of insurances. And, yeah. uh, but, but, like, 
if you can, you should, and you feel like you need it and you have insurance, I would recommend you at least look at it because it's not that expensive. But I also, uh, let me clarify, it's not that expensive if you have insurance. If you don't, it's fucking nuts and it sucks and I'm sorry. And I think that, um, I was going to say Headspace. But better help? Is that what you're thinking better, of? Yeah. They advertise all over the place and... That's not your cheapest option. No, so just kind better of help is around. expensive. Uh, if if you have insurance, use your insurance portal, and they'll they have options listed. Um, but it is worth it, uh, f- at least for me. It, I, it probably doesn't work for everybody, um, but I, I do. So I do therapy. It's for, I find it very very helpful. I also Adrian's therapist. Um, her intern was needed to. Was it, like, for her thesis, kind of? Do you know? No, I think she had, like, clinical hours she needed to do. Okay. She she had to fill out some hours before she graduated, um, and they were advertising a group uh, therapy cl- class or, or whatever, sessions that was, like, two months long, and it was for people with anxiety and depression, um, and uh, – we, Adrian and I talked about it and I basically said I would do it. And then I got cold feet <laughs> uh, <laughs> afterwards. I, I started really freaking out because I'm, I have social anxiety. It's very fun. Like we, I talked about this with my other therapist. I was like, I'm freaking out. And she was like, I mean, the good news is it's a group therapy class for people with anxiety. Almost certainly everyone there is having <laughs> the same feeling. Um, so I, I signed up for it um, and I was still worried about it. It also – it was every Saturday for um, for eight weeks and I also was like, oh my god, that's like the time I do get stuff done. I was freaking out about that. But I went um, and it was really, really nice. I think everybody who is had a long-term partner or even not, if you have family and you like talk to them about problems, there's a – there's you know, when you're venting to somebody that's that close to you, uh, there's an expectation that they support you no matter what basically – um, which is different with Adrian, but you know, she mostly is supportive. <laughs> uh, and, and so it's, uh, I believe what you're saying is that I will call you out on, on my bullshit. bullshit. Yes, that's true. Um, so it's, so like, it's different when you have another, like other people there, uh, to talk to about it. And also it was very helpful to see, this is going to sound really bad and I'm sorry, but like, that that person has it way worse than I do, and I to get perspective. Yes, and and I will say, not you know, has it way worse than you about certain things. Yeah, for sure. I I didn't really mean it exactly that way, but but to see other people who are also struggling with it, and to be able to help them also by talking about it, and and it was just really nice. I'm glad I did it, um, and finishing it, I felt like. Uh, I don't know. It really helped me. I think there's a lot of places where you can do, um, you know, not necessarily specifically therapy, but I think there are a lot of groups that you can join that, that can give you a similar benefit. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And yeah, like support groups. Uh, there's lots of support groups. Some of them are free. This was, you know, if you're, if you're in a specific type of like. You had to pay for the book. But yeah. yeah. But if you're in like a 
you know, if you're LGBT, for instance, there there are lots of like free support groups that are not therapy, but like give a lot of that benefit where you sit around and talk about it and and kind of commiserate. Holy shit, if you're a knitter, there's there's stitching bitches around where you can just yeah, literally. Not everybody drinks, but many of them have wine, and you just yeah. knit your project and bitch. And and even if not, the this this class was was pretty cheap, so like something like that might might be good if you can't get uh, traditional like one on one therapy. It might be nice uh, or something to look at. But yeah, so it was it was nice. I really I'm I'm glad I did it, and um, I, I don't know. It just it felt it helped me get a little bit better at public at like. Uh, not public speaking, but like at talking about like my like personal things to people I'm not as close to, which uh, is something mm. I've always really struggled with. So, um, that was really nice. Uh, and then here's my last one I've got for you, and we'll then we'll talk about um what what our next step is. Um, somehow we set up uh, just like when we moved. Somehow we accidentally got it set that our cats, like major vet appointments, are both. We have two oh. cats, and they basically are around the same time. I don't think it was always that way, but I think between having to cancel stuff for COVID and the fact that Chili um, can no longer go without um, having the zoo tranquilizer come and. <laughs> shoot her in the ass with the dart for elephants. Yeah. Um, I think they just, like, because we had to, we had a lot of times where we just attempted and failed with her because she is a tiny Tasmanian violent, horrible offender when she goes to the vet. She freaks um, out, which is, because she loves strange, strangers here, but she just can't deal at the vet. It's uh, unfortunate. And then, you know, Beanie is a senior cat with a terminal illness, so he has to go more frequently. I think it just ended up that way. Yeah, and and um, like both of them, Beanie because he's he's got kidney disease, and Chili because she's just always got something. Whoop whoop whoop! whoop sorry, <laughs> you're fine. Um, uh, they both need follow ups, which means like when when vet season quote unquote starts, it's like six weeks of multiple mm-hmm. visits for both of them. Um, and, and my work is a little more flexible, so I'm usually the person who takes them, but the, the, where I was going with this is I think you've been a, a, you're always a good cat mom, but I think you've been doing a really good job, uh, as cat mom over this vet season. <laughs> um, cause they both need like kind of aftercare after the vet. They, they're upset. Or chilly. She's so drunk. They're upset or drugged up or both. Uh, and need to be sat with and and kind of uh spoiled because they're if you if you don't have pets um you know like it, it's easy to be like ah they'll forget about it right away and they listen they get over it fast but they they are not <laughs> you you have to help them get over the stress because it can actually hurt them like the the I mean, yeah, and stress and, and all that stuff is I not mean, good for I, them. I say this and people think I'm joking. Beanie has his little kitty cat PTSD. He's still Oh, literally. It's he's, much, yeah. much better but he still has night terrors day terrors. <laughs> then he'll wake up, you know, at 10.30 in the morning screaming yeah. and then he he panics because he can't see one of us and sometimes you just have to 
go in there and calm down and let them know that, like, hey, whatever you are terrified of, it's okay. It's it's over. Yeah. That that part of your life is gone. So you you you've been doing a good job taking care of them, um, uh, and making sure that both of them are are relaxed when they get back and and have you know, settle back in and, and everything. I think you, you're always an extremely good cat mom to the point where sometimes I'm like, hey, I, I know, but we got, you know, we got to go do the thing. And you're like, oh, but he wants okay, kisses. Well, he's on my lap. Yeah. So I don't know what you want me to do about yeah. it. I've needed to pee for 48 minutes. Right. So. Um, but yeah, you've been doing a really good job with that too. And I think that's important, um, especially as they both get a little bit older. So. Uh, good work. Did you have anything you could think of that either of us are doing good? Uh, I know you didn't have a list. That's fine. But if you had anything, I was going to let you no, know. No, I thought you were making I list. did make a list. We just went through it. Uh, um, I, I will give you one that I think that you are trying on but have not quite 100% succeeded okay. on. And that is giving me color opinions. Yeah, I've been trying to – so we've talked about this. I am not – like with aesthetics, I, I'm I'm pretty easygoing on most things. My uh, family is uh, – I hope they don't listen. Uh, most of them don't know how to work a podcast, so they probably won't. My, um, my fa- I, I Listen, I love your family, but they are the opposite of easygoing. No. Well, that's where I was going. This is what I was going to say. My my family, my parents, and my sister are very, very opinionated on everything. Uh, we would fight. They would fight when I was a kid over where to eat dinner, what color to make something, what uh, music we should be listening to, like I- anything, anything, and what movie we're going to go watch. So – as kind of a self-defense mechanism and also because I am just generally – I enjoy I, – I'm like good with most things. Um, I just would be like whatever you guys want. And as an adult, especially if you have a partner like that, it took me a while to realize like it. it's not like – I, I thought it's, it was. It's fine in most situations, right. but when I get to the point where I'm like, no, I would like your opinion on this because you also have to live with this color surrounding you. Right. Please don't tell me, oh, that's yeah, fine because yes. I just sent you 20 different greens and I need you to tell me which one you like because I know your color schemes and my preferences are very different. I like really deep dark purple and safety lime yellow together <laughs> and. Ninety-five percent of people think that's hideous. yeah. Adrian basically likes Joker colors, uh, and uh, it's not. I really think that's pretty. Yeah, I understand. I'm teasing, um, but the the thing is, I really am okay with all those. But I also understand that that doesn't help you pick. So I try to go like, okay, uh, yeah. And I also don't have very good. Um, I struggle with color theory, and I um, this is something I really struggle with when I'm knitting. And there's a bunch of color helpers out there and stuff. But um, and we used some for for this. We used some color. Yeah, help. but like. You know, if I'm designing a knitting project that needs three colors, uh, you know, okay, I can find a bright color and a contrast, and then the third color, I'm kind of just like, right, yeah, this one, yeah, and I 
don't always like what I come out with. Um, and we're going to paint the whole damn house. It's really... We're going to paint the whole damn house. So it's going to be really, really horrible if I accidentally pick something that clashes. Um, and no, I'm not going with the deep, dark, saturated colors that I normally like. We get um, a ton, ton, ton of light in this house. We are in a very hot environment. Dark colors, I think, would be uh, painful. Um, yeah, it would heat up. So we're going with the very um, pastel-y... It looks Charleston nice. Area yeah, we've got palette, it's like oceany, oceany, my forte, relaxing colors. Uh, it looks nice. It's like sea, you know, green and a little purple and blue, and and it's gonna look cool. And you know, you voiced uh, in a very backwards way that you would like a slightly darker color in the bedroom, and then I got what I thought was a slightly darker color, but it turns out it's almost exactly the same color as the hallway. That's why we got um, options. So. so, then I was struggling to help find a color that you would like, because, you know, obviously we're going to spend a lot of time in the bedroom, and I want you to spend time in a room that you like the color on. So, like, your office and the bedroom are going to be the ones that I yeah, really I want. I haven't figured out on. the and office yet. Like, I narrowed it down to six, and you were like, I'll definitely give you more of an opinion. And uh, all we got out of that was that you were really... Not sold on the color that I picked for the living room. <laughs> well, but you're trying, yes. and that's what I'm going to brag on you for is that you're yeah, trying. Yeah, and and I do think I've been able to go like, okay, okay, like I can at least tell you like, okay, these three instead of like these ten. I can give you at least my. <laughs> I can help narrow it down. So I've been trying to do that, and and like I've also been trying to give a little bit more of my opinion on on like you know what to eat for dinner, and and because. I feel like when you're in a partnership, a lot of times it might be your instinct to be like, I'll let them pick and that will be nice and they'll like it. And obviously, if you're domineering all the time, that's bad. But like, also, it's it can be frustrating to ask, like, what would you like to eat? And the person always is like, whatever you want, because then it's just like, cool, I don't... God damn it. I genuinely wanted your opinion yeah, here, it, and you're not giving it so, to me. Don't just tell me it looks nice. So I've, yeah. I've been working on that, too, yeah. Well, cool. Um. So, so yeah, I, I wanted to take a little bit of time and talk about some of the stuff that we're doing good at. Not to just brag on us, but, but like, I think this... It was... This, this challenge series was kind of a downer, because, um, like we discussed, there's been a lot of stress in my life, and I... Yeah, I, you know, it's not like I will try to go to sleep and my mind will race. It's just I need time to just sort of stare yes. and let things kind of marinate before I'm ready to sleep. Um, and that's hard for me right now. Yeah. And if you are kind of going through a similar period of stress, uh, know that it's good to have – it's okay to have that processing time. This That's – everybody needs that and everybody processes differently. Um, but also, like – Almost certainly you're doing some things good. And I think I like challenges and, and like trying to use them to get better at stuff. But if you have like one thing you're tracking over the month and you didn't do it, it can make you feel like you've failed, even though there are a lot of things you did good that month, for instance. So it was really, yeah, because I think the best that I've done is get my sleep time from like, 12 to 1 to like 11 maybe sometimes it's between 10 30 and 11 yeah. but it's not where it quite needs yeah. to be yet so it's, so it's rough. and i haven't been 
similarly, because I've been stressed, I haven't really like used the tools I wanted to. Um, I, I, mine, my last thing was uh, mindfulness stuff, and I've been able to do that some, but like I just haven't done it as well as I wanted to because I've just been stressed, and so. It's good to remember, like, you know, this is something maybe you you could try is just like, you don't need to write it down or whatever, but go like, hey, what did I do good the last like month? And and almost certainly you'll come up with some stuff, you know, everybody, there, there's too many things in our lives uh, that you, you didn't do a good job on any of them and try to remember that. Like, it's really, I, I think it can be helpful. So that said... You had kind of said you had some ideas for how you wanted to move forward with like challenge stuff or, or, or at least like tracking or, or whatever. Um, and you haven't really told me what it is. So how, what do you want to do next? How, how do you want All to right, move forward? So I have a couple categories here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just kind of go through them here. Um, and I'm trying to count here. One, two, three, four. Oh, that's not a second. That's four. Alright, so I got like nine concepts here. Most of them are um, physical related, so we'll just kind of go through this. Cause, um, oh, I'm sorry, ten, because I forgot one that I did not write down. Um, which I'm writing down now. Okay. Sort of. Um, that's not how you spell any of those words. Um... <sighs> All right, so one of the bigger things that helps me sleep is getting enough physical movement. Um, and this is not true of everybody, so I'm just going to point this out, that like if you try to work out in the evenings and you find that that screws your sleep up, please don't continue to beat your head against that wall. Some people just get a ton of energy from working and they out, get wound they work up. out yeah. at 8 p.m., then they're not going to sleep for four or more hours, so... Um, if you're that person, try to work out in the morning. But, um, I find that like, if I do that onesie twosie, then it screws up my sleep. But if I routinely work out in the evening, then I will sleep much, much better. Um, okay. Long term. So I'm also really struggling with my, um, eating and my, um, weight, which, you know, we've talked about before, which screws up a ton of my hormone problems because, um, weirdly, if you have bad body composition, it screws with your blood sugar, yes, but it also screws with your hormones, and I have bad hormone right. balances, so, um, I'm gonna just start this. Number one that I did not write down that I had this wild hair for that I went on a weird Google trail, and there's a whole Reddit around these, um, that I did not realize that, uh, was helpful. Um, and you're probably going to shoot this down because it's going to cost money. But, uh, number one was, uh, maybe I try one of those like pre-made meal things that they send to you. Sure. The mail, I mean, you um, try for, for like a month to see if like that, just staying on that regimented diet would work. They are incredibly prohibitively expensive and, uh, we live in a hot climate. And I'm kind of concerned that if they deliver it and it it's... It'll spoil on the on the porch, yeah. Well, I mean, so we did plant a tree this year, but um, 
we have the scorched earth policy of, of sun in our yeah, yard. Our yard is, <laughs> is brutal. Oh my God. It'll kill anything. I mean, I literally, you have to have things that are from like the desert, the desert or the deep, deep tropics that only get sun 20 hours a day. And like the, the plant version of just evolved melanin, um, it's brutal. I, things on that porch will melt within an hour. It's it's just vicious. Maybe in, you know, 10 to 20 years when this nice tree yeah. grows in, Filbert, and uh, he becomes happy in our front yard, then he will provide some shade. But we have nothing Well, we can look into it. I'm sure some of them get shipped in. I mean, yeah. most of them have dry ice, but uh, many of the problems that I was seeing on Reddit beyond the um, cost was the the spoilage. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we'll look into it. You so that is it. that is the first thing. It was um, largely just a I'm frustrated and I'm going to go on a Google rampage thing. The second one, which I think is uh, my preference, but we'll see. Um, I found a uh, Happy Hips and Hammies 30-Day Flexibility Challenge that I was thinking about doing. Okay. Because, um, as we've discussed, the back of my butt be tight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying anything um, about that. Go ahead. Uh, not tight in a, in a like, this is going to go in a song about tight butts, uh -huh, but, yeah. but in a, like, stretched rubber band that will eventually hurt me way. <laughs> Um, the next one down was just like hey, tracking to make sure that I do my weights workouts. Um, alternative, just tracking how many workouts I do. And then, um, this might be, uh, you know what, we should probably do this for the next one after we do this race, but I was going to say like safe base building for my, my running instead of what I have been doing recently, which is PT recovery into raced prep, which is very, very light race careful, prep. Yeah. yeah, so I thought base building and, and stuff like that would be good to focus on, but that might need to be um, the episode after this one. Okay. Um, and then the next one was uh, a 30-day challenge to clean up with a five-minute timer after everything I do. Oh, interesting. Push it back away. Yeah. Um, just so that I, like, actually don't have a desk that looks like it does right now. I'm glad this is not video format because, uh, you know, we talk about how many tabs are open in my brain, but really, I, I use the pile method in both my Your brain and the physical space. And boy, messy. howdy, that's not <laughs> yeah. a good concept. Yeah. Um, okay. Then the next one was a combined challenge between me and you. Okay. Um, and this is inspired by you saying that it helps you to get up a little earlier. And that was going to be, we get up at the same time and we have a routine that we have to do that is like, you know, brush your teeth, floss your teeth, take your medicine, and then like, do a workout because I know you and I tend to alternate who does the cardio day and who does the weight yeah, day. So. I, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time, but uh, a few times recently, 
I have woken up like at four and couldn't sleep and I like, couldn't go back to sleep for whatever reason. And I just like worked out in the morning, which I never do that. I always work out in the afternoon and I have loved it. I've been like, this is so peaceful. It's really nice. But also I can't, I have such trouble getting up. Um, so, I mean, that might be cool. I, I might I, like I, So, my worry about that is both of us have such trouble getting up. Yeah, maybe we get, like, I don't know. There's, I, I've looked into... Like a foghorn? We'll, we'll talk, fog we can horn? talk about this off, off the show, but, like, I have looked briefly into multiple different methods, and, and there are some that might work. The problem is, like, so many of them... And I don't, I understand that, that this is probably very good for a lot of people. Whenever you look into like, I, I can't wake up. How do I do that? A lot of them are like. Go to bed earlier, get better well, sleep. Well, that, but also like for, in terms of alarm solutions, so many of the like nice alarms are like, we help you wake up naturally with gradual noise. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work. I have no. tried that. I need the loudest shit that you can imagine. That's what I need. I need I mean you you woke me up one time because my alarm had been going off for like thirty yes. minutes. And when you rolled over to try to get to my phone on the other side, I my reaction was in a very sweet yeah. voice to go, Oh, that's my alarm. Yes. And I thought you were saying no, that's my alarm. Like, don't touch it. But you were you were just surprised that it was your alarm. Yeah, um, yeah. And and like I, I mean, like what I basically want is for the goddamn smoke alarms to go off. Like, I, and yeah, like that's the only thing. That my problem is that like it goes off, but it doesn't wake me all the way up. And so then I'm like, we can look into some things. I, I've seen a couple options. We can look into. Um, Okay, okay I, I have like this at like number seven, what or something. I know there's a couple more. Yeah, there are a couple more. Um, the next one down was um, no evening snacks. So this is this is just because you like to sit down and make popcorn or make yourself some wings um, or spooky nuggets. <laughs> And I've been trying to take my thyroid medication at night. Um, Because if if we didn't explain it last time, I can't remember. Basically, you can't eat anything. You can't eat for an hour afterwards, but you can take it two meals after a meal. But there's also a requirement on it that you don't have anything with calcium in it for four hours. So that means that, like, I can't have my cream in my morning coffee. I could drink it black an hour after I take this, but I've never in my life been able to drink black coffee um, unless I have that miracle berry thing. Um, Oh yeah, that was fun. But, so my doctor suggested, hey, like, take it in the evening, two hours after you eat. That's a great concept, except when you sit down and I make popcorn now I'm like mildly hungry but I really am probably just mostly thirsty and then your partner is like I'm gonna make a delicious four-part snack I that would be doable I would just need to make sure I eat because I my whole life I've always had like I'd never eat breakfast really I am now um but then I just need to make sure I eat 
all three appropriate meals because I usually don't do that. I usually mm-hmm. forget one, which means I'm hungry like late. So I, I could probably do that. That that would and and then that would help you. Um, okay, what else? Um, the next one was uh, something related to what we've been struggling with in terms of chores and the bathroom scheduling. And that is, I was going to make everything into kind of a job time. So, like, the the concept here being, like, yes, we have a career job that makes us money, but then we also have, like, a workout job, and we need to spend X amount of hours a week on that. And then, like, a home improvement job. That might be good. Or a crafting job or whatever. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. It would probably take some uh, tweaking on the times till we figured it out, but I like that idea. You can make a big chart and fill it out with stickers. Yeah, listen, I know that a lot of people make fun of, like, my concept of the chore chart and shit, but man, that helps. I'm 36, and I find it delightful when I get to fill out a thing with, with like, either fill it in like a bar chart or, like, stickers or whatever. It's fun for me, so. Um, And then the last one... Um, and then I have one more thing to mention, but the last one was, um, a concept sort of similar to the job times, but that is, I was going to see if I could do like a uniform concept of like, okay, it is time to get up and therefore I cannot anymore wear pajamas. I must wear clothing for the next task. So if the next task is to work on the bathroom because it's a weekend day, then I have to put on my painting clothes. That is so I actually kind of do this. We've talked about this before. Yeah, that's why I that's why I thought it would be I um if I sit around on the weekend in my pajamas, um I think this is kind of related to depression. I feel like I'm not doing anything and like like useful. I'm not getting anything done, quote unquote, and it makes me go into kind of a funk. Um so I you know, I, I'm not like the second I wake up, I must take these off. But like once my day starts, I have to to change into. Lights. My problem with that with you is that you you like stand up and you announce that you're going to put pants on, which is you're like I'm done sitting around thing. But every time you've done that, I've not put on pants long enough that I'm now in the vegetate state. I see. So I need you to do it. And earlier. so I'm like. It just makes me grumpy and angry, and I don't want to change. I see. So maybe, like, when we get up, we need to do it. That- that's that's why I want okay. to do yeah. That makes sense to me. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, because you can still have your nice, like, weekend, uh, have the coffee and eat the, the food, like, and relax. But but once is if you're in pants already, but then- But you're no longer in the blanket burrito yeah. with, with, yeah. Okay. Well, so at first I so my wait a minute okay. my thing is that whatever we pick I'm gonna this is my because we the I don't think the prize box is full the prize box does not currently have anything in it no all right well I'm gonna put something in the prize box and that is that if I manage to get it if I complete my challenge I'm gonna buy myself something from Tippy Tie what's Tippy Tie. Tippy Tie is the seamstress lady that made that bag that I love. Oh, okay, cool. She's on Etsy. She's she does really really good work. Okay, neat. That sounds good. Um, okay. Well, so I I didn't realize you were gonna give me ten. I thought you 
had yeah. like a, a c- I, couple. And- I had, and then I realized that a lot of them were like nebulous concepts that I had not detailed out. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. I think what we should do, because we're at like an hour 10, and I, I know that, you know, whatever, it's not like we have a time limit, but I think we should off off mic kind of chat about whether we want to do one, whether we want to do a couple. I think all of them would be kind of not doable, but uh, – and which ones? Well, some of them I think are – like if we do workout tracking, then that takes off the weights tracking. Right, so yes. Like- um, I, I think we should talk about that and then next time we can talk about what we picked and how we did because um, we – and, and that way, this one, this episode is mostly about like, hey, we did great. Let's and and now we'll kind of get back, uh, get back up and try again next time. Um, so we'll pick a couple and we'll come back. Um, but I think uh, this is also a good uh, idea of like, if you're trying to improve and you don't know exactly how you want to do it, just write down a bunch and then. You know, if you have somebody to go over them with, that's probably good. Uh, or you can kind of put like, well, which one of these things is most important to me right now? Um, so cool. We'll pick a couple and we'll, we'll next month or, or next time we record, we'll figure out how we did. Um, but this was nice. I like, you know, it, it's not so much about like, uh, bragging, like, oh man, we're fucking nailing it. It's more like, it's good to keep yourself motivated to remind yourself like, hey, I am doing good on some things uh, and let's keep doing good on some and, and try to get better at others. So that I think is going to do it for us this month. Um, do you have any? You said do it. <laughs> and we made cock jokes. I honestly, I knew we had like a couple major things we wanted to get through or I would have just continued to make cock jokes. I know that they're very easy, but it's very funny that it's called cock and I just, I'm sorry, it's called cock. It, you want this. Well, you also don't know the difference between grout and cock because that. I do that now, repeatedly. but it did take me a while to understand that. And they're not the same. I get it. But my brain was like, I don't know. They're both things that seal, but they're not the same. It's yeah. One's, you know, basically rubber. And then the other is rock. They're not the same. I get it. Oh, it's rock. But you know what I'm saying. You know, youth called sheetrock rock, too, so I don't know. I don't, this is, uh, I don't want to get dragged anymore. So we're going to go ahead and end this one. Um, did you have anything <laughs> else you wanted to say before we end it? Um, no, I just like my note here that, that about the bathroom that just reads, One Toilet Motivation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. You. Uh, we would like to have our two toilets back. It, it is funny how like we're. It's there's only two of us. I really didn't anticipate it being a problem, and it's not an, a problem. But like, it is crazy how often we apparently need to go at the same time. So, all right. Uh, yeah. So, like we said, and and the point of the show, it's okay to to fall down on stuff. Uh, and, but rem- remember, remember yourself, remember to remember. yourself, remember, remember that your mountains came You're in. not always, you're, not everything you're doing is bad. It's okay to, to mess some stuff up. 
That is how it is to be an, a, a human and an adult. And just keep trying and remember what you are doing well. So that's 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 what we were wanting to talk about this episode. So hopefully you you were able to think of some stuff that you've been doing good. Um, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, I still haven't really figured out a way to end this. So it's hard to be an adult, but you can do it. That's it. I'm Zach, and this is Adrian. Have have a good reminder to subscribe. Reminder to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. Bye. Bye.